Yeah, I was about to spit a freestyle real quick, bro. bro. I was getting hyped, bro. My be. energy was mad I'm military. Yo, I, felt <laughs> I, felt my, I felt like asking people to be my wife. You yo, me? If y'all didn't know, Larry just joined the Marines. 30 and 30. No, <laughs> the, the, the Marines are one piece, um, not in real life. Nah, in real life. Look at him, bro. Yo, my aim would be terrible. <laughs> yo, they don't be hitting nothing, bro. They only hit yo, what's when what? they're guaranteed not to hold get on. killed. First question of the, of the podcast. Who's worse at aiming? The Star Wars Star troops Wars. Star or Wars. Star Wars. the Marines from Star, One Piece? Yo. Star Wars is not even close, bro. Yeah. Not even close? Not even, not even close. close. The Marines do hit. They just only hit when they're guaranteed not to make an impact with the shot. You know what I'm saying? Like They'll, they'll shoot a Lagi all day. They'll shoot Sanji when he now has the ability to regen. Like, they hit. They just... Star Wars? Zero percent accurate. Zero percent. Ninety-nine right. shots missed every So what's going one. on, everybody? This is episode thirty-seven of that One Piece talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. And this is that One Piece talk <laughs> where we talk One Piece. Yeah. And I am so happy to be here. I'm so excited. For some reason, it just feels like a damn good episode is about to happen. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's in the live chat right now. I see everybody <laughs> typing and and just talking. Who's in the live chat right now? You I want to say what's up to my boys. We Let's got Martin Lawrence Sr., which is, that's a funny name. David Simmons, <laughs> Jack Wilburn, Hazy Sake, Jaheem, Jaheem's in the, Jamaica, Jamaica. Onion, Encrave, Kevin Salinas. Onion. You know what I mean? Aaron Our boy, T, Onion. Javian, Mugetsu? Mugetsu. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Mugetsu. And SVGDOB. Dog. All my boys, yo. What's up? Thank what's you up? for being in the live chat. I appreciate y'all. Get live. Y'all, y'all right here for me, dog. <laughs> yo, I, and we do appreciate y'all. Please like the stream. It helps with the YouTube algorithm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into some announcements, and then we'll further get into more of the show. So for announcements... We now have been granted by YouTube to offer memberships for our channel. <laughs> There's no kids in the studio right now, by the way. Uh, that means you can become a member for $2.99, $6.99, or $9.99. With this membership, you support us and help us come that much closer to making the show longer than the hour we have. Bar longer. Bar With this YouTube membership, right, you will receive loyalty badges, meaning the longer you stay, the rarer your badge. And we now have special emojis, too. Uh, you can type within the chat to express yourselves better. There's only about four emojis because YouTube limits the amount of emojis you have until you have more memberships. So to our future members, we hope you enjoy this fe new feature and we've been granted and thank you. Uh, <laughs> for those that are already subscribed to our other subscription plan on Discord, that is a different membership than YouTube, meaning there's two ways now to support us via subscription or membership. They are the same thing, essentially. Which one is better for you? That's up to you. YouTube does take 30% of every dollar that we make through the membership. So I like to be completely honest, and that's the transparency of it all. For those that are on Spotify, I'm talking to you. If you are listening and want a way to support us as well, click the episode you are listening to right now and hit the three dots. You should see a link that says support this podcast. Pick any of the three plans that you would want. Also... Our first podcast supporter is goes by the name of Kayleen slash KJ. KJ. Uh, that's our first Spotify, Spotify supporter. So thank you for doing that mm. as well. We appreciate it. To all those that can't donate and want to, don't worry. You don't have to. We're not in it for the money. Uh, but it does help our channel out if you hit that like button, subscribe, hit that bell, share, and comment on our videos. The more our videos get noticed, the more our pirate crew grows. Hey. All right. Now, let's get into the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're going to do things not too quick. I want to get real detailed. I want to read some comments. And I, I want to get into a lot of phone calls today. Okay. Like, I want to do an actual 20 minutes of phone calls. Right. So... It's a lot in this chapter, but we'll try to do our best. Mm -hmm. So, first subject, everybody. Cover story. Putin is shown giving Niji and Yonji the hardest right hand for how they bully Sanji. <laughs> she even names the punch. Putin punch. 
Niji and Sanji are bleeding. If Sanji or Kid got hit by the put-in punch, who gets knocked out? We go with Lawrence. Sanji or Kid? Sanji or Kid gets hit with the put-in punch. Who gets knocked out? You got to put one. You got to say one. Sanji not getting knocked out, man. Good. What about you, Seb? Sanji getting knocked clean out. Nah, it's yeah. a punch from a woman. He's we, done. We just see him getting brass knuckled. Yeah, but like, like, but like he trying to like smash pudding. You know what I'm saying? He gonna do something. Kid gonna eat it. Sanji would actually get knocked out or like what pretend to be knocked neither out. Them, neither neither them get knocked, knocked out. out neither <laughs> them get knocked out. <laughs> nah, you gotta pick one. It's it's Sanji. Sanji for you? Yeah. And it's Kid for you, Law? I don't see either getting knocked out, but <laughs> you gotta pick one. Pudding, pudding punch was real, bro. Her fist yo, got mad big. Yo, bro, <laughs> that pudding punch is crazy. I'm going to tell you right now, I have not seen Sanji once in this entire show get knocked out from a punch. Okay, so we we picking Kid. Real talk. I have not seen, seen it. Are we get picking out Kid? From a punch either. I'm trying to think. You know my answer. I'm sticking with Sanji. All right. I'm, I'm, uh, I Aaron guess Tate, if, if I have to choose, I have to say Kid then. Aaron All right. Tate says Nami hits way harder. <laughs> so, so there you go. He's used to harder punches. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's used to. So. Yo, Yo, you know on, it's Kid, bro. bro. You know it's Kid. <laughs> but everybody knows it's Kid. Y'all all know in the live chat it's Kid. Kid stay getting punched. But no, so does Sanji. Right. I anyway. just wanted to start that off with a very healthy <laughs> amount of positive energy <laughs> for the episode. Uh, so let's go to Momonosuke and Yamato. Chapter starts off with Momonosuke telling Yamato that Zunisha and him have spoken. Zunisha wants to help him fight. Yamato states, it's just as Odin anticipated. You are the only one who will guide uh, the world to the dawn. Then Momonosuke speaks about how Odin tore, tore out the most important page of his journal. Momo wants to know what Odin and Roger saw on Laftel. He questions himself about opening Wano's borders because he's not smart enough and asks Yamato... For advice, what did you guys think about this conversation, Sebastian? I thought it was cool. Um, I loved, 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 loved the fact that Yamato and Momo mm-hmm. did not mm-hmm. read like deeper details about Raftel from Odin's logbook. Like I, I'm so, I was so happy that the pages got ripped out. And as you could, they joked at me in the in the in the Discord because I'm a huge like Yamato's not joining person. Mm-hmm. And one of my reasons was she knows too much. This is like proof positive that she doesn't know that much. You know what I mean? It's not, there's a limit to what she knows. I thought it was really cool. You know, anytime you get conversation talking about Roger and Raphael and stuff, it's dope. And I did like uh, Momo having that thought process like, yo, if, if we even opened up Wano, like, what would that look like? Like, what, how would that impact the world? Like, the world is full of pirates like Kaido. Like, opening up it up leads them to potentially being, you know, dealing with more stuff like this. You know, what I mean, there's a, this is part of the reason why they've been an isolated nation for all this time. You know, at least in the, like, I don't want to say it's my head cannon, but in the political realm of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that conflict within Momo because he knows what he has to do. It does need to be opened up. But like, I like that it's not just like, yeah, we're gonna open it up, and that's what it is. I like that there's a, like a philosophical dilemma within that, even yeah. within that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get a lot. We get a lot of that in One Piece. We haven't gotten a lot of it within Wano. So I like that it's happening the Momo right now. So I liked it. Um, and, you know, like I know I bash your motto a lot, but I'm, I'm willing to take If she don't know, then that, that's cool. <laughs> if she knew it was a problem, she don't know. Now I'm, I'm, I will lean up my, my Yamato not joining stuff. And I still don't think she joins, but that one barrier, she cleared it. Okay. She, she, she beat the nose too much allegations, as Quavo put in the chat. Uh, What about you, Law? What do you think about this conversation? Again, I agree with Sebastian. It was interesting because especially the ending part, I'm going to go straight to that, is uh, it's showing Yamato more as the Shogun, that he's not just, oh, I inherited this from my father. It shows that he's actually trying to look into the best interest of what's for Wano. If it's going to hurt the people, it's like, even though that's my father's wishes, but if it's going to endanger the people, I better not do it. You yeah. know, and this is and we see how much Momo looks up to his father. So he's actually prioritizing what his father's wishes. I mean, he's prioritizing the pe- the, the the condition of the people more than what his father wants here, because his father believes that my father's not a prophet. 
well, he may believe this may be best, but if it's going to endanger people, this is not the right choice, you know? Right. So Momo's showing that he's taking his position as Shogun very, very seriously, even though he's not in that position yet. So that adds to why I believe, Sebastian, he's going to stay in Wano because of how he's viewing the people. He These are these are my people, and he's viewing for the care of them over what's going on. <laughs> yeah, he's proven that. But I also thought it was interesting that um, what's highlighted here, right, when Momo says, oh, you know, I mean, uh, Yamato says, it's incredible that you could speak to the elephant. You're, um, uh, it's, uh, it's just like as your father, Odin, anticipated. You are the one, and R is highlighted, like you, are the one to bring the, the dawn into the new world, you know? So that made me think, uh, like, the dawn into the world, like, Odin was writing about a prophecy or whatever, or someone's supposed to come. He's pointing to Momo here, that his son's going to bring the dawn. So I'm thinking, is that, the, I thought of two things. Is that the dawn that's going to open up for Joy Boy, or is the dawn Joy Boy that's coming into the world, you yeah. know? So that made me think, is... Was Odin actually pointing to his son being Momo? So, for example, you know how Roger pointed to Ace? Mm-hmm. He's going to be Joy Boy or the one that's going to do it. Is Odin like, no, my son's going to do it, you know? That's yeah. kind of interesting to well, me. Well, the prophecy says that Joy Boy will come to Wano. Yeah. I don't think Odin ever thought that, like, Momo would have to escape. Come from Wano. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean? Is it come to or from? It's going to come to. Wano. Yeah, come to. Wano. So like, almost from Wano. Like it's not the same. I but mean, it's a very small. But he was gone for twenty years. Though. Exactly. But did, so it still would, holds up. Would yeah. Odin know that when he wrote that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, probably not. But it depends, yeah. man. Because he wrote that before he got yeah. back to Wano. He, I mean, if I don't think he was writing when he was in Wano. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. His game plan yeah. was to have Toki teleport them into the future, which. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of, but I could be wrong. And one uh, last thing, like pretty much that, and also, I'm trying to think. I know they're saying it's Odin, but the two pages ripped out. I'm thinking, why would Odin write it and then rip it out? Could uh, go. My bad. There is a scene of Toki ripping up pages. Okay. From that Odin gave her. So it's also possible that her, with the thought process, I'm going to have to teleport these people into the future or whatever, mm-hmm. like, was like, I'm going to rip these out. I think Jayverse in Discord pointed that out. Okay. We don't have confirmation that those were the pages. Just, we just know Odin gave Toki something. We don't know exactly what it was said on them, mm-hmm. and she ripped them up. So those could be the pages of the logbook that you're talking about. But yeah. okay. she, I mean, she did read the note. Yeah. She read it, then threw it, then chucked it. Okay. Um, are you done, Mont? Yeah. All right. So for me... Uh, I knew that Zunisha and him were talking from the get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't think anything of that. What really interests me was what Yamato did say, as you did say. Like, here it goes again. The same wording that Odahime used, and I believe the same wording that uh, King Neptune used with Robin about somebody guiding uh, this new dawn. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think now, it who's Joy Boy? Is it Momonosuke or is it going to be Luffy? Mm-hmm. And it comes into terms with one thing Sebastian said before. It's like there's a couple of people who are candidates to be Joy Boy, and it's all about the crossroads. Like, for instance, Ace could have been Joy Boy right now if mm-hmm. he won against Blackbeard. But considering that he lost against Blackbeard, he's no longer in contention to be Joy Boy. Right. But I think Momonosuke is not going to perish and I know Luffy's not going to perish. So these two are like the leading examples of who's to be Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that why did Oda bring up the Sun God Nika? Like, is the Sun God Nika Joy Boy or are they actually two different beings? And I'm thinking at this point right now, like, there are two mm-hmm. different beings. So mm-hmm. I think in my personal opinion, Momonosuke is probably going to be the Sun God. So he's going to free slaves or something like that of that nature. It could also mean just freeing Wano to some degree or freeing the world by his tech and stuff like that, right? And then Joy Boy is going to be Luffy. Mm -hmm. He's going to accomplish what the previous Joy Boy couldn't for the Fishman Island. He's going to finish that previous uh, Joy Boy's task Mm -hmm. that he failed at. I think that's really what it is at this point for me. I'm not too sure, but it's an interesting and provoking thought yeah. that I think that we should all think about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because if they are two different people, I think it's the opposite. Same. I think Luffy would be the, the sun, sun god, god and Momo would be Joy Boy. 
in just from recent yeah. developments. Yeah. But it could go either way. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Odds are they're all just losing. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And then for me, for Yamato, it's it's actually funny because I was always like, yo, Yamato's joining no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, Sebastian, she's always joining. I don't care what you say. But now I'm like, yo, she might not join. <laughs> because even though she you thought she knew too much, yeah. he specifically asked Yamato for advice. Mm-hmm. And like that's usually yeah. what, are, what are they called again? Your the mentor? No, not the mentors. When there's a king and somebody else that you oh. look for guidance. What is it called? An advisor. An advisor. Yeah. She's going to be like an advisor for him. Yeah. Well, she's gonna be his retainer. Yeah. I don't want that for to sure. happen. I don't want that. To, I want Yamato to join the Straw Hats. It's okay. Momo's joining. But <laughs> if she comes, it'll be because he joined. Yeah. But did you have something to say? Yeah, just the last so we can move on. I want to add, I believe what Sebastian was saying too. I was going to bring it up earlier where I believe Luffy's probably going to be the son, you know, God, where Momo being possibly Jobay because too, I was looking back at the promise, right, that Jobay made and it had to do with Noah, right? It was about like, I guess, bringing the fishermen up bringing Noah to the service with the fishermen or something like that, right? But I was thinking Luffy was actually going to destroy Noah. Like he was an of doing it, you know? Anyway, so if he destroys it, how could he fulfill the promise that Joy mm-hmm. Boy wanted to do? Hold on, hold on. He didn't do it. I know he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He was stopped. See, but, yeah. see I was th- going to bring up a Hidden Island theory that's like perfect for this, but we don't have time. Yeah, we, we don't do have time. Another, we, we do, do it another time. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the next one. Rizo and Jimbei. Jimbei runs into a crisp Rizo because uh, he's burnt. Um, <laughs> Jinbei asks him, "Why isn't he? Uh, why isn't he running away from the debris and fire?" Uh, Rizo tells Jinbei, "Must hurry. The preparations were already complete." What is Rizo even talking about, Lawrence? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, <laughs> and I'm trying to go back because I know because they had a whole game plan in the beginning, right? Uh-huh. But I kind of just thought everything just went to like whatever. We just roguing it now. What usually what happens with Luffy makes any type of plan, you yeah. know? The only time I actually saw Luffy making plans successful was actually in battle with Law. Those are times where they actually made plans and it worked, yeah. you know. But usually when they have a game plan going into war or whatever situations especially with Luffy involved, it doesn't really work out that well. It just kind of just goes to whatever, yeah. you know? But I know there was a lot going in because the, they needed it because the odds were against them, against a Yonko crew and all the, the numbers and everything. So I'm trying to remember back, what did they prepare ahead of time? And I was just like, Not I don't, the, yeah, I don't yeah, remember anything. Did, don't, they, did they reveal it? Maybe it's just, <laughs> we haven't known it yet. Yeah. What about you, Seb? All right, so when I first saw it, I was two couple things, and somebody just pointed out uh, in the chat, Triz did, it's got to be Dendro, because he's the only scabber we haven't seen. Right? I thought that, yeah, too. It's got to be true. something that they have tied in together that he's doing. But my immediate thoughts when I read this was, Jinbei, why are you asking questions instead of putting water on <laughs> You manipulate water. I am burning alive, bro. <laughs> like, help, help me. Say, Yo, what are you doing? What are you talking about? What am I doing? Jinbei was like, are you like fish things? Are you like, Yo. <laughs> How you, like, yo, you literally can manipulate water, and I yeah. am burning alive. And your first question is, yo, what you doing? Yeah. It's like that saying, like, I wouldn't pee on you <laughs> even if you were burning. Right. Yeah. But to, to the point, I don't know what it is. I think it has to do with Dendro, though. Yeah, I same. Think it has to yeah, do with I, I feel yeah. the same way as you. Dendro has been completely absent. Where, what is he doing? Yeah. That's my guy. What is he doing? To me, the ultimate, I thought he was probably tailing, you know. Um, he already. Yeah, yeah but, but he's he not. ain't there yeah, either. Ain't there. All right, so, so that leads into the excellent segue into our next question. <laughs> he already in Orochi. Uh, Orochi is frustrated that Fukuroku Ju is missing. Kom... Oh, hold on. Let me pronounce this. Komura, Komurasaki, Komurasaki continues to play the song Moon Princess. Mm-hmm. Orochi becomes even more frustrated due to the lack of acknowledgement by Komurasaki while the Onigashima is breaking apart. Then debris falls on Orochi. Orochi notices he can't transform. Komurasaki explains that it's because she used sea stone nails on him to make sure he doesn't transform. And he had, and she announces that her father is actually Kozuki Odin. How do you think this will turn out for Hiyori? And we'll go with Sebastian. So I'm one of the people that really wanted Hiyori to be the one to take down Orochi. I know a lot of people said it would be Zoro or Danjiro. I've always wanted it to be Hiyori. And if we're getting to that point, I like this a lot. Um, I also like that they brought back the the sea stone nails. Because it was something they brought up way early, like in like Act 1 or Act 2. And they just haven't played a role at all like beyond that. 
And like it's cool that they're coming in now because that, that whole thing about Wano being the place that can the only place in the world that can refine Sea Stone at this level yeah. besides probably whatever Vegapunk's doing. You know what I mean? Like the fact that it's coming into play to get a major arc villain out of the way. I like that. Um, but in general, I, I I think Hiori is the one. I want her to be the one to take down Orochi. Yeah. So right. what about you, Law? I 100% agree with Sebastian. It's like... um. Stop agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> because it just makes the most sense, too, because like, um, it has that kind of like this poetic justice in a way. Because also, well, yes, Momosuke, they seem like, uh, Momosuke, like, uh, seem like that's, uh, he's trying to fulfill his father's role, but he already spent the most time under Hirochi. So yeah. those 20 years while Momo was gone, she was there enduring suffering it all with Danjiro, right? right? Yeah. So it's like it makes sense because she like, was doing whatever geishas do. <laughs> Come on, man. I kind of think she wasn't doing that. He already for Shogun. <laughs> that right? juvenile was playing hard. Come man. On. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what she played. Stop. It's her dad's favorite song. <laughs> Girl, you look good when you back. Nine nine two thousand. Nine nine two thousand. All right, go. I can't with you. Anyway. <laughs> So pretty much, right? And she's seen the full extent. Okay, she already knows how evil Orochi is, but she's, like, living through that with Orochi all this time. Like, you know, I kind of think she's just been biding her time uh, to do this. Like, she's been wanting to do it. Because, like, also, all this going on, she could just go out and escape, you know? And then also, we saw her crying when she saw all... Well, yes, that was her. I mean, who else would it be? When all the scavenger things. So it's like, she's taking it... I think she's taking things into her own hands, but I'm going to be the one to take out Orochi. You know, so I like I see her. Um, finally, we get Orochi's like I guess death because I don't see how he gets out of this with the sea stone in him and it burns. Like I don't know if she's gonna do anything more. To me, it would be nice if she she also shoots him. Whatever. I don't think she has a gun, but like mm-hmm. like legit finishes him off instead of letting, leaving him for dead. You know, but yeah, I can kind of see maybe also another added to the justice is even Dendro because we saw he like transform how angry he got with Odin. Like he was in a rage that we haven't seen any of the Scalbridge feel yet. Right, so I guess how much he respected Owen or whatever, he looked up to him. That was he also the youngest too out of all of them, Dendro? I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. Showing that like that rage, it was like something different, and he endured this too all this time. So I could see he even him coming and like, was he one of the scavengers that took off one of Rochi's heads, like one of the nine? No? Yeah, he was one of. He was one of them. Okay, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe because he could like <laughs> with her, maybe she maybe he comes and gives her a blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, she has her own blade, right? Well, she gave no. hers to, oh, Zora, to Zora. Right. But yeah. Yo, Larry, more band says so he's in the chat. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you? <laughs> so for me, you're done. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I would really like for Denjiro to walk in with the blade that was given to her by Odin, mm-hmm. and she ends up uh, basically taking out Orochi. I think that would be very poetic, and it would mm-hmm. be well-deserved. Yeah. And I would really like for Denjiro to make sure when she does it that he doesn't sprout other heads and just, like, stays alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that would be cool for Wait, me. Wait, which sword are you talking about, though? Because Zoro has hers. That's, Enma yeah. is hers. Oh, Enma is her yeah, sword. Yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, I'm a Hibakiri, whatever it is. Uh, Momos? That's Momos. Oh. So I guess she can use Momos. I don't think it'd be a problem. But Momos yeah, has right. his, too, right? Yeah. Mom- so, all right, never mind then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, all right, so next question. Because we got, we got two <laughs> that more. That would be dope, though. Okay. We got, that yeah, would have been fine. I would have yeah. thought that would have been. Well, I'm a better writer than Oda, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Izzo, CPO, and Drake. Izzo was... Uh, uh, hold on, I said Izzo. H to the Izzo. Uh, <laughs> I was watching a Kanye documentary. Uh, Izzo is fighting both CP0 members and takes one of them out. He's done. The fedora-wearing CP0 member receives a phone call. Drake is back up from being unconscious. The message the CP0 member got was giving over the phone is that the Gorosei are no longer interested in Robin but want him to take out Luffy. He states, that's impossible. The guy on the phone recognizes this and tells him it's to prevent the worst case scenario. Then the Fedora agent says, though it's a scenario, we only know through rumor and hearsay. How do you feel about Izo's win? Drake getting back up, and what do you think about the conversation with the CP0 agent? Seb. So I really liked Izo getting that shot off. I thought it was a really cool panel, too, with him shooting and him doing the finger pistol. I thought that was great. Um, And even just him thinking back to Kiku. Mm. I thought it was dope. Um, CP0 finally take an L. You know what I mean? Like, they've been out here walking through people forever. So I thought that was dope. The conversation was... 
weird to me because it's like, one, they're telling the shift focus from Robin to Luffy, mm-hmm. right? Which, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and beyond that, they're like, yo, go up there and while he's fighting Kaido, take him out. Oh, no. <laughs> you do that. That's don't tell me. Like, this is one of those, like, you know, you're not supposed to tell people to do things yeah. that you wouldn't be capable Able to do or yourself. willing to do. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to tell me? Random, like, maybe I'm a head CP0 or whatever. You're going to tell me to go fight Luffy while he's fighting Kaido? Uh, Are you out of your mind? Um, but the focus shift to Luffy mm-hmm. is really the important piece there. And it ties back into the maybe they were talking about the Gomu Gomu no Mi with the Del Fruit. Yeah. Talking about the worst case scenario. And I know they said the worst case scenario, there's, there's elements to that because in general they want to keep the status quo. Mm-hmm. But they're already past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Big Mom already lost. So I guess they're like, all right, that one section of the New World is going to be in chaos as far as Total Land or whatever, right? And they yeah. don't know that Big Mom's still fine, but they know that she fell off the whatever, right? But it's like, yo, if two Yonko go down, we're going to have a repeat of what happened with Whitebeard, but on a whole other scale because it's going to be 50% of the New World battling for territory. So, like, I, I think the worst-case scenario is still Kaido losing for them yeah, because it shifts things. But it could really just be the, yo, what if Luffy awakens or something and it's his devil fruit and that's the worst case scenario that they're talking about. So, I don't know. As far as Drake getting up, I mean, I wish some other Zoans would get up. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm telling you, badly written, bro. (laughs) Y'all not listening to me enough. Listen, I like that Drake got up because... I like to see the dudes are stronger than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't yeah. see anything crazy that put him down. We didn't see the attack, but him getting up, maybe he t- t- pr- stalls this CP0 agent again. Yeah. Or maybe wins. Like, I don't know. Maybe he pulls something out of his ass. But I also really like, who Who did y'all think said, what is it about that crew? Was that the CP0 dude or was that Ezo? No, that was the Fedora dude. It was? Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, who said that? Like, I was no. trying to figure out who said that, but I thought it was cool. I uh, like that whole scene. What about you, Law? So, um, one, I'm not going to lie. Uh, like Smash said, it was mad dope, that scene. But at first, because it looked like he was sitting down to me, I thought he let them to shoot the fade, man, that one-on-one. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, that's gangster. Yo, Ezo moved up on the scabbers yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, bro. Had to. I was like, yo, he, he was, I was like, yo, the CBO, so you just let them shoot. But then he said, later on, I'm reading it, and Lana was saying, no, they, they definitely nah, fought was, both of them. Yeah, he could take, uh, take one of us down with him. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, but honestly, I thought it was more gangster if they let him fight one-on-one like that. And he just sitting there watching like I oh, would have been all, like what that's just not I saw the character yeah, I know uh, I know it would have fired them yeah it really would have would, I would have more respect for the CBO yo Gadi Usopp said Ezo over Marco <laughs> hey yo thank you for subscribing yeah I'll be taking it too you. far man he said Ezo over Marco <laughs> Yo, Ezo looked like he was because Ezo was also wounded by going off, helping out all the shrines, then doing this. That's taking out one of them with them. Yeah, I was like, okay, I, was, I wasn't expecting him to yeah, be that yeah, strong. Yeah, right. But honestly, so what stood out to me actually through this uh, conversation? Well, I'm not gonna Drake real quick. Um, I think he's gonna try to take out one of them, like try to protect the straw hats while he's going, because it says if I'm gonna die, I might as well make it worth it. So I don't understand why they attacked him in the first place, because they know he's a marine. Mm-hmm. That sword, doesn't make the- sword and and CP zero are at, at, at odds. Okay, like, like they're the sword, they're the shield, and yeah. like the the sword is like a covert f the marines kind of on the thing, and the shield is like we do all this stuff to protect the celestials. Okay, but yeah, yeah. okay, makes sense. So. But the, uh, out of this whole conversation, like, wanting to kill Luffy, doesn't make sense because I was thinking, uh, right, if you want to get rid of Luffy, why don't you just wait till the fight finishes and then kill Luffy afterwards, right? Unless they actually have a fear that Kaido, like, they don't want Kaido to lose at all. Yeah. They don't want the, the balance of power to shift, so that's mm-hmm. why they would want Luffy to die now. You know, because I guess maybe maybe they maybe they heard already that Big Mom lost. Bro. So it's like, yo, take. He go up there it. talking about your Kaido's jump, Luffy. He getting killed. By yeah, Kylo. yeah, yeah. He getting Kaido taking him out. He's just been getting, trying. He just definitely getting killed. By him. So I'm guessing they're scared of losing two Yonkos because what's going to say the world was going to be. Yeah. But to me, it was I want to know that last part what he was talking about because he says though it's a scenario we only know. Uh, through rumor and hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> what are they talking about? 
Like, yeah. what is that like? Because they want to kill Luffy, and that's kind of like for that reason. Yeah. Because through a rumor, do they hear through hearsay and rumors? You know, so mm-hmm. it's like they want to kill Luffy for off a hearsay or rumor. Mm-hmm. But like, what is that? You know, that raises questions to me. Yeah. Because at all situations, you don't really know much about Luffy. So why you want to take him out now? Like, eliminate him through that. What are the rumors? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And that made me think of all the kind of stuff that we kind of guess about Luffy, right? Like Lionel's whole theory, and Lionel really wants it to be happen that that dragon is really Roxas' son, and he married Garp's daughter. Yeah. So from both sides, maybe it's that. You know, just like how they wanted to get rid of Ace. The double do. Uh, get rid of Ace because he was going to Rogerson. What if it was like Luke, Dragon is Roxas' son? He married Garb's daughter and had Luffy. Yeah, you yeah. know. So pretty much, yeah. All right. Uh, for me, it was it was nice to see Izo take out those CP Zero members because I was just like, bro, I don't think much of the White Bear White Bear Pirates are ready. Mm-hmm. But like, if he shows out right now, that's pretty dope. I'm glad that he fought both. Yeah. And he put both of them on their behinds, and he took one of them out. While he was super injured. Mm-hmm. Respects to Izo, bro. Yeah. Straight up. He was going all out. He yeah. was going all out. I was glad to see Drake get back up because Drake getting back up means that Zoans aren't completely useless. Mm-hmm. And one, he's a supernova. And I expect great things from the supernovas except mm-hmm. like Kid and Apu. <laughs> so it's like, yo, you're going to do great things. And I think the great thing he's going to do is stop the CP0 member mm-hmm. from reaching the top or doing whatever. Yeah. He's going to be what he was trying to be for the Straw Hats that they were denying because they thought he was a traitor. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's nice. The girl says message to the CP0 member for me, it's it's a callback to all the little insinuations that Oda's been planning inside other chapters, such as like the Gomu Gomu no Mi, right? Mm -hmm. That's supposed to be something interesting for the One Piece Madness fans. But it's more or less... That fruit that they were talking about is 100% Zunisha for me, in my opinion. But what they're talking about right now is what Yamato was talking about in the beginning of the chapter. The whole, you're going to bring the dawn, mm-hmm. right, to Momonosuke. We've seen Im, Imu, when we first saw him, he was cutting up paper together, yeah. right? He was cutting up Luffy's and Blackbeard's. Mm-hmm. If they're telling that we have to take out Luffy right now, it probably goes back to what I was saying before that either Momonosuke's Joy Boy or this guy Luffy is going to be Joy Boy because mm-hmm. at this point they should have been took out Luffy. Yeah. He's declared war on the world government. He was one of the people that attacked the Celestial Dragon at Sabaori Archipelago. Mm-hmm. He teamed up with Whitebeard. He escaped from Impel mm-hmm. Down and like most of all he's the son of Dragon who's the most wanted criminal in the world and yeah. he has ties to Ace and, and is Roger's brother and there's just so much that Luffy should have been taken out before mm-hmm. instead of having the low bounty that he's had yeah. remember Luffy almost has taken out half of the warlords mm-hmm. realistically mm-hmm. speaking so like for us to say like we're in the end game now and they're saying, no, skip Nico Robin. What he's going to do is more dangerous. I would rather let the world learn what the ancient weapons are instead of having this one dude collect all these people together with his special power of bringing people together mm-hmm. and bringing that war to us because we know the prophecy. Emu probably knows the prophecy yeah. you know, of Joy Boy. Mm-hmm. So why am I taking out these, these people? Well, it's because one of these people are going to be him. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's really the reason. I, I really don't like the mythical Zoan fruit being the Sun, Sun, Sun Wukong. Wukong. Like, I would like it, but I don't think that's it because it just seems... Why are, why are we a thousand plus pages in and you're now changing the architect of mm-hmm. the main, inte- main you know, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, yeah. we're not doing that to the protagonist. <laughs> like, I think that's One Piece Madness taking over. I think everybody needs to chill out. But that's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. We have like yeah, we are five yeah. minutes or so. So <laughs> Luffy versus Kaido. Kaido recognizes Big Mom lost her fight. He flashes back to the time they met. She says not to trust Rox, and if he runs into trouble, to tell her. She says she's going to be king of the sea. Kaido ends up crying about their ending alliance. Luffy takes advantage of the opportunity and goes Snake Man. Luffy uses a new move called Hydra. Luffy states this is the final gear four, and he won't stop until he runs out of strength. Kaido getting hit by Hydra says he doesn't know where the punches are coming from. Then Luffy yells that he's going to drive Kaido out of Wano if it's the last thing he does. My question to you guys is, what did you think about Kaido's flashback, and will Luffy beat Kaido with only gear four? And we'll go Lawrence. Um, I like the movie. See, 
Uh, pretty much. So he just joined the Rocks when he was 17, right? 15. 15, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, uh, 15. And Big Mom doing the math. Me and Lauren doing the math, too. Big Mom is 24 here, right? Yep. We know the fight with Gold Roger happens uh, pretty much when uh, Gold Roger's 39. Gold Roger's age when Kaido joins Big Mom is 30. So, no, 33. I'm sorry. White Bear's 30. He's 30 years. So six years later is the fight with Gold Roger. So Big Mom's at least been with Rocks for six years. And then Kaido's 21 at that point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very interesting. So we're like seeing how long they've been on the crew and everything. Quick so time. it could be, yeah, quick. Uh, I mean, be more, at least six years or plus. Yeah. So that's very interesting to me. So um, Luffy mentioning this is his final Gear 4 is interesting to me because now we're no longer, Tiger Man's not going to be a thing so far. Doesn't look like he's going to have, he doesn't have any, it looks like he doesn't have any other gears. Mm-hmm. This is his last, this is what I'm getting, this is Luffy's last stand, right? Yeah. He's putting it all down the line here through this effort. I'm not saying this exact effort, but he's unleashing everything he has at these moments now, right? So we're not going to have any more and um, pretty much, and I, I like how he went to Snake Man and not Bound Man for this. For this last stand against Kaido. Because Bauman has, I guess, would have more destructive power. But he tries to go with, like, you know, speed and compact punches than just pure destructive power to take out Kaido. Yeah. So pretty much, um, yeah, uh, I could see uh, Kaido broken through this and defeating Luffy. But it's interesting here, like, pretty much what Luffy chose to do. And this is, like, Luffy's last efforts here. And I don't think, hopefully it's not enough because we need more. I think Luffy's going to lose and then we're going to get Kaido's f- further flashback. All right. What about you, Sub? Hail Hydra. Um, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I can't uh, my thoughts, I mean, it's cool. There's no way in hell Luffy being Kaido with this. Yeah. That's all I can say. Like, there's not enough buildup. There's not enough dramatic action happening between them in general. Like, there's no way. Like, there's no, this would be so, like, different from every other fight yeah. Luffy's ever had that was this big. So... This just means he gonna lose. That's all I got. <laughs> like I've never been more confident in this man losing than I am right now. <laughs> he pushed him back with his confidence. He he get put, bro. Yeah. And the fact that we got the little mini teaser Kaido flashback with Big Mom, he definitely losing. Yeah. He definitely victory crying. Flashback definitely sparking after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was cool. Like I thought Luffy looked cool. I thought the final Gear Four thing got me kind of like, what what was that? Like why did he say it like that? That's yeah. Um, it had me thinking of Gear 5th, but his t- statement after that had me thinking, uh, maybe not. Yeah, he's like until I run out of strength. So. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean. I think if he didn't say uh, until I'm running out of strength, yeah. it would have been like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the most accurate translation, right? This is the Yeah, the most official. accurate. Yeah, this is the official. I just, the wording there just bothered me a bit. Because, um, you know me, I'm a big Luffy should get Gear 5th to beat Kaido. Like, he should yeah. have it. Um, but, yeah, he's not winning with this. If he wins with this... Yeah, bro. It's you might stop the show. <laughs> call, it a, call it a day. I'm gonna have to re reevaluate some things. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was dope. I mean, Kaido just gotta start doing work, bro. He keeps getting punched, like yeah, retaliate. I don't like that. Are you done? Yeah. I'm done. All right. So for me, it's nice that you brought up the math because I've always said like the Rock Crew went really hard, and everybody. The biggest thing was like, yo, are they in their prime? Like. Luffy 17 right now competing with Yonko. Mm-hmm. So if Kaido's on this ship and Big Mom's already letting him know that if you're in trouble, come to me, it's most likely like that sister-brother relationship is being highlighted, but mm-hmm. also it explains exactly what I've always said about the Rocks Pirates, uh-huh. is that there was always tension and they were always fighting amongst each other. Mm-hmm. All right? So overall, if Big Mom was at that age, she's strong as hell, and that's why Garp was needed. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, it's nice to see that. Nah, bro. I'm going. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right? Go ahead. Um, also, I I like the fact that Luffy is now again doing what he always does. This is consistent, consistency being shown by Oda, where he's saying, I, I always have gear four going this hard, and then it just gasses out. Mm-hmm. Luffy's going to gas out. Like, Kaido's getting hit. And he's like, yo, I don't know where these punches are coming from. So obviously, Luffy's overpowering him with uh, Future Sight. But to be honest, I don't think he's good at Future Sight anyway, Kaido, because he allows himself to get hit. 
So I don't think these punches are actually doing much to him still. Mm-hmm. Kaido seems so overwhelming, even when he's getting demolished, that you already know that even though Luffy has the upper hand, he's not doing anything to Kaido. Like, mm-hmm. you need more than that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, again, is Luffy Yonko level? He's base Yonko level. You know what I'm saying? The same way I feel like Blackbeard is a little bit under base Yonko level, I just don't feel like it takes years. It takes experience. It takes hockey blooms. And it takes just overall you know, like, you know, you can't use Awakening and just use it as many times as you want. You're going to exhaust yourself. Mm-hmm. Same thing with hockey. Like, Kaido has been doing this for so long, bro. Yeah. Like, Big Mom has been doing this for so long. Even when she got ringed out, she was like, yo, I'm still ready to go. Mm-hmm. These are two people who are insurmountable, and they're supposed to be that way. This is the level of Yonkos. This is not admirals. These are Yonkos. These are guys who are just out here doing their thing. It's why they don't send three admirals Come to an on. island and be like, yo, I'm taking the Yonko out. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. So, for me... I want Luffy to lose, and if he does lose, I would like to see him conjure Gear 5 and somehow do Awakening, but at the expense of his life. I want him to die the same way Roger died because he obtained his goals unnaturally. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I could accept this type of power scaling that's going to happen by Kaido being defeated. Like, because you can't ring out Kaido. Yeah. You have to defeat Kaido. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm not accepting anything less. Like, you need to have everything in order to beat this guy. Yeah. I disagree on that. Everything? Nah. Oh, Luffy needs everything. All right. Luffy needs everything. Yeah. A little bit of So, yeah, yeah, let's do calls. So, everybody, we're going to do calls. I wanted to do some extra calls because last time we did, like, 15, 7, uh, even 10 minutes, sometimes 8 minutes. So, call up. Let's hear it. I I can't wait to post you. So, let's do it. Numbers in the chat. Numbers in the chat. You heard? (laughs) Hit me up. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from That One Piece Talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, guys. It's uh, Triz. I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? (laughs) Hey, I'm doing good, man. Love the show as always. Thank you. So, uh, hey. I want to mix it up a little bit with this question. No, no verses, no power scaling, all that crap. I'm shocked. So, <laughs> so we obviously know. Oh, One Piece deals with a lot of great scenes that are a lot deeper than the adventure shit that gets put back and forth. Depression, uh, child abuse, slavery, racism, all that jazz. Oh. I want to know of these depressing themes. Let's just call them what they are. Which of those has connected with you the most? And uh, which is your favorite? And if there's a reason why and you want to go into it, go ahead. Damn, yo, this seems sort of like a racist question. <laughs> <laughs> don't, do, don't do that to me. I said depression too. Oh, oh joking. All right. Uh, you guys want to go? Um, I'll say the, the broader theme of... <laughs> He's like, damn, yo. It's all right, Tris. I'd say the broader theme of freedom as a whole... Uh, really vibe with me with the series uh, in general um every single arc has some level of freedom being restricted yeah so mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. it's so broad like it, it's it's the main theme of the series for the most part but it's like subtly there where it's like it's in your face but it's still subtle because they don't say oh freedom freedom freedom, mm-hmm. freedom it's like okay there's different ways that people are restricting freedom yeah and the world government is like the overall cause of the freedom being restricted and like their decisions that they've made have led to all these things being, you know, less free. So I would say freedom. Um, I would say another another one is inherited will that I really like because it's another one that they don't put. They, they're not like these are in your face. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like they're they're subtle, but they're obvious at the same time. We're like. Luffy will inherit Ace's will or, or or Sabo will inherit Ace's will to protect Luffy kind of thing where even even like Roger's will to, to find One Piece and change the world like it's not so pushed into your face but it's like it's important as hell like it's like the thing that drives the story but the, the themes in general like I don't know how to say this Sorry, I wasn't bro. expecting that we're gonna go, go to go. law yeah, go what about you law 
very uh, deep question, pretty much. Uh, thanks for calling, Chris. I agree with Sebastian about the freedom aspect because that's always resonated with me throughout the show because everyone wants and appreciates their freedom and no one wants it to be restricted. You know, people kind of want to, to live how they want, do what they want, but you also have to do it with, like, respect for other people's freedom, too. You don't want your freedom to impose on someone else's. But also, too, just, like, uh, what I admire about it is... Um, the hard work aspect of it and how much people go through. Because people go through a lot, especially they're showing it in the show. Like you mentioned, like from childhood on, you could you could live a life where you would have never experienced peace. It's always fighting, mm-hmm. always war. And you always think you always experience violence. You always experience abuse. But one thing they show in this show is like you could go through all that. And what I appreciate the show is you could have an outlook where you could want to take on the world, but also you could have an outlook where you want to be generous towards others. So a lot of it, like you could go through all these traumatic experiences in life, but how you respond to it is showing that you have a bunch of different characters going through different things, but how they respond to it is unique to themselves or where they could either have an effect on the world where like they want to take it over, they want to change for like Dragon. We don't know what Dragon went through, but he experienced a lot of what others were going through. Because he probably went through something himself, but he's like, all right, how he's going to respond to the traumatic stuff that he went through is that I'm going to help the whole world be free from this uh, slavery to free, uh, slave take, slave, the government taking away your freedom away, right? That's how he responded to the world oh, government. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it the one that connected to me the most was Fisherman Islands, uh, Fisher Tiger, just what he went through, and then experiencing his great hate for humans, and then coming back, and then realizing that even humans get treated like fishmen. And, you know, Koala, I think her name was, was the perfect example of him showing great humanity. And yet he he hated them to the point he would die uh, by not taking a blood infusion uh, from another human who had the same blood type. So it it shows like a great poetic sadness throughout the show that's Mm -hmm. very realistic to real life. Yes. Um, yep. So Fisher Tiger is always going to be that one character that if I like Anel and I like Ace and they're very tropey to like, I'm a great, great fan of Fisher Tiger. But, but before you go, what's yours? Yeah. Um, I really got to think uh, it's got to be Nico Robin and Usopp specifically from Water 7 to uh, Anel and Bell Down or whatever. Uh, the difference is the depression that they show there because they're both uh, born of self-loathing and realizing that you do have worth in the family you have around you is a support system uh, that you can rely on. Yeah. Um, and uh, you aren't alone, essentially, in the world. Hey. I'd say that was one yeah. of the stronger ones for me. Listen, man, Trent, that's why. It, bro. It, shut up. <laughs> this is why we kind of created the show, to be honest, too. Mm-hmm. It's like I have something special with these guys and like to invite people into the discord to talk about One Piece. Hopefully, like we're also something in regards to that. You know what I'm saying? For everybody mm-hmm. else. But tell you, man. Uh, thank you so much for calling, man. I can't wait to speak to you on the discord later. Mm hmm. That was a great question, Chris. I'll, I'll make sure to call out your captain later. It'll be less serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. You have a good one, guys. Thank you. you too. That was such a good question. I was not yeah. ready for that. That wasn't, wasn't either. I was not. I had to think deep. I I'm like, mad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went first because I had. I was like. Uh, I thought of like seven more themes in my head. Like, yeah, oh, man, I could have went with that. That was a good one. But yeah, it was good. It was a long question, but it was good. Yeah. What's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Yo, Larry. It's Jevion or Jetverse in the Discord. Hey, what's oh, up, my guy? Jevion and Jetverse are the same person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what up, man? What's up? All right. This question is mostly for Larry. Oh, man. All right. Last week, you said you think Luffy beats both Law and Kid in a 2v1. Do you think that Luffy beats... Zoro and Sanji at the same time. Mm. Hold on, say it again. Do you think that Luffy beats Zoro and Sanji at the same time? Do I be? Do I think that? Yes, I do. Mm. Mm. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. He's not, he's bro. Not. I'm sorry, this a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. 
Yeah. He's not being law and kid either, but he's like he's doing no, 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 a lot to deal with. Yeah, he is. Bruh. It's a lot to deal with. Well, he's gonna have a fight in his hand with just with just Zoro. Right? Let's let's hold on for a second. You gotta remember, Zoro himself is gonna be battling with Enma the whole time anyway. Zoro so good now. Yeah, he's, oh, he's got over that. Yeah, get over that. Pun intended, he conquered that. Why you capping, bro? You the one that told me for the longest that Zoro was stronger than the Luffy for forever. <laughs> I said pre he hold, on. He hold on. Both? I said pre time Stop skip he was in Alabasta. Stop and it, I believe yo. that. Yo, Stop they both it. could heavily hurt, especially Zoro. Right. Deadly. Sanji, hockey harding, like as fast as he's moving. Yo, y'all boys Luffy, tripping. Luffy lost a tooth on Desrosa. I mean, not Desrosa, <laughs> whole cake. Y'all Before tripping. the power up. Y'all tripping. Y'all here taking you, you realize that Zoro and Sanji, once they got their power ups, they mid diff. Queen and King. <laughs> like, they was good, bro. Cool, bro. Yeah. Oh, my they God. Yo, we got... Yeah. Jay, good question. Larry's yeah. tripping, as yeah. always. You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be so strong in the cracker, though. I don't care what you're saying. Uh, we got a super chat from Blue Book Protocol. It says, Rocks, Zebek, Low Diffs, Gold Roger, nine times out of ten. <laughs> All right, bro. Yo, thank he, you. He wild more go, than you. Shout out, Coochie Man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> that sounds like a Coochie Man take. Hey, JV, and thank you for the question, man. I hope you were satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with you, JV. I'm like, they, he literally ain't doing it. Yeah, nah, bro. What? Yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. you wild. Was it? What was his name? Blue what? Blue, Blue Book Protocol. Hey, Blue Book. Blue, Blue Book. Why can't I say it's Blue, Blue Book, Book Protocol. <laughs> Thank you so much for the 20. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, man. Seriously, I do. You wildin' though. Yeah, you. What? Pass me whatever you smoke. I will not say that he would low diff Roger. Low diff? But, but he no, lost. That's crazy. <laughs> but he lost. We don't know how he lost. Right. Uh, did you pick up more? Oh, how's it going? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? Hey, what's up, man? This is Kefferson on the Discord. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you? Doing good, man. How are you guys? We all right. I'm good, man. I'm always Sebastian good. looks mad huggable right now. <laughs> I'm always huggable. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's your question? Uh, I'm, I want to ask a, question, a theory about the panel in this newest chapter that showed Frankie reaching out for Zoro. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see what you guys' thoughts are on if Zoro's actually dead and if uh, Brooke has to do an awakening to find his soul from the underworld. Oh, snap. That's a good question. <laughs> I did not think anything Yo, of that. You, you go Yo, first, that would be great. All right, so since I'm the most shocked by it, I'll answer. <laughs> I do not think that Zoro is dead. But if Oda was to take the audacity of it and do it, I can totally see Brooke probably doing something. I think so. Ultimately, for me, I think Robin, Brooke, and Frankie and Zoro are going to meet up. If Brooke's goal is to do that and Robin's not being hunted down no more, this would make sense. But since Oda doesn't like killing people off, obviously through all of Wano, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> what do you think, guys? So the like fanfic of Zoro dying and like them having to go into the afterlife to get him back. Yeah. I like it just from like a, how crazy and wacky it is. But like... Like technically, Zoro would have like his he would have failed his dream. You know what I mean? Like he didn't lose, but like you died in a fight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like you straight up died. Like you died for real, and they had to bring you back. Yeah. Dog, like nah, I can't. Oh, only a Nelsama could do that. I can't vibe with that. <laughs> I, it would be fun, mm -hmm. but like I feel like it's too complicated. It's too complicated, and it a little bit kind of takes away from Zoro as a character. Like, he's the most badass dude in the show, right? But, like, he died versus King. <laughs> like, nah, bro. So I, can't, I can't do that. What's the clue to Sanji fans are going to have a field too, day with yeah, that. Yeah. What do you think, Law? Uh, what should we call it? Um, I, I'm playing it tomorrow, I'm hoping. It's similar to his, except in a more severe state, obviously. The battle with where nothing happened, right? Where he took the Kuma thing, where, like, he's using his conquerors to, to keep himself alive, right? But at this point... He's actually seeing death itself, about to take him. So I'm like, you see Zoro, like when we first seen it, he's struggling to get up. I'm hoping like his will, he's like fighting death in like his mind or whatever, and overcomes that. So showing that he gets, in a way, another, not only hockey bloom, but like further strengthening his conquerors. Yeah. Because that's what he needs, because 
Like, if he's going to be the right-hand man to Luffy, he has to keep up. And Luffy, like, they're both geniuses, but Luffy's progressing at an alarming rate, you yeah. know? So he has to keep up. So I'm using this as an example to, like, further Zolo's growth. I, but I could see where you see where uh, Oda has uh, Brooke doing that because Oda's quirky like that. But it'll be funny. But I think if he's going to do it, it'll be more of a comical thing, but still being real, like, just how... Sanji's blood loss with the nosebleed yeah. was comical, but actually a real threat to yeah. like the situation. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think the only reason I thought it'd be cool is because like Brooke hasn't really done much in this war. That's and, normal. And also, it would give a <laughs> it would give Zoro a chance to like maybe because it's in the same area that his dad possibly died, mm-hmm. he get a chance to talk to him in the underworld. Oh, okay. Before oh, coming back, and, like learning some history about like his past. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I would like that. Hmm. Well, See, I'm that was, about Yeah, it now I'm thinking. Also, Brooks, his awakening, if it's that, that opens up a whole nother realm of, of stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, he could talk to Roger. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the call, man. I really do appreciate it. Hey, man, thank you. Thank Not you anytime. Thank you. It was nice hearing from you. Interesting, yeah. Thank um, you. Peace. Uh, peace. Have Some a good, good questions today. Yeah. yeah. I think we could take one more call, guys. One more. You better hope you're the lucky one. <laughs> oh, by the way, I put a poll that says, is Luffy beating Zoro and Sanji? It's 72% no. Yeah. 72% of y'all don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> tripping, bro. I don't know what y'all talking about. Bro. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? What's going on, fellas? It's Aaron Tate back in this thing. Hey, hey. Aaron, back again. What's up, bro? <laughs> secret codes, man. <laughs> Uh, at this point, I'm going to have to become a regular on the show. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, my question is, uh, who do y'all think Luffy's uh, opponent is going to be after this arc? Because at this point, he's going to be so overpowered. Anybody less than Blackbeard is really not going to be fair. Mm-hmm. Or how do y'all feel about that? For me, it depends if we go to the Reverie or we go to Elbaf. If we go to the Reverie, he's probably facing an admiral. If we go to Elbaf, Shanks is next, man. You so, think he's going to fight Shanks? Yeah, 1,000%. If Shanks doesn't get taken out by Blackbeard. <laughs> so there's there's three ways it could go for me. But that's what I think. I'd say I agree with Larry on that, but dark dark horse for Loki, the king of Elbaf. If he is, you know, even if it's a smaller arc where Luffy just has it. Damn, Mar, you all right? <laughs> Mar just died back there. Um, if there's like a smaller arc where he just has like a small battle with like, you know what I mean? Like there'll, there'll be something. It doesn't, you mean like just who the next person Luffy fights is? Because it could totally be some weak, weaker crap than Come on, bro. Blackbeard. You obviously be, know what he means. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, just it could be ne- Next major fight. Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, you got to you gotta be more detailed because he, <laughs> you know, he doesn't know how to hear things correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say Shanks probably. If I had to bet money, I'd say Shanks in a Davy backfight or something. What about you, Law? To me, um, I'm going to go uh, more what you said. I mean, not the referee, but the government. Because he's been fighting pirates for a while now. Ever since he kind of rolled up on the New World, it's been nothing but pirates, you know? or there's, So it was like... When are you gonna fight Marines? Yeah, it's time for you to get in there, uh, Marines or Royal Government. And since they're get after in there nice and deep, right? <laughs> since they're after him too, they want him dead. So obviously Luffy's not gonna die by Kaido, you know. So it's like they're gonna be after him. So I'm thinking right now he's gonna have to shut that down. He's probably gonna fight Smokey. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> he said Come major fight. <laughs> he might even one shot Smokey. Oh, Let's get Aaron's. Aaron. What do you think? Not Smokey. Um, if he, so I, I like the Reverie idea. Uh, if he does go to the Reverie, he, the only his only opponent has to be Akaino. Like it can't be anybody. Ooh, like you're Akaino. one of those that says Akaino instead of Akaino. <laughs> Well, I, I, I watched the, watch the anime, and that's how they pronounce it. They the pronounce his name like Akainu. I thought they said Akainu. They say Akainu. Like yeah, that. they, they, they said it both ways. Like Zoro and Zoro. Yeah, hold on. Go ahead, finish. My bad. I was being stupid. <laughs> you know, I was just saying in the anime they said it, they said it both ways depending on who says it. Like Jim Bay calls him Akainu. Uh, the Marines call him Akainu. So it, it just depends on who's saying it. It's all oh, okay, okay. So you think who's gonna be the next guy? Uh, if if he does go to the Reverie, it has to be Akainu, just because he has to avenge Ace, right? Is that how to it depends. It could go so many ways. It could literally go Garp gets, you know, that hit on Akainu. I don't think Luffy necessarily fights Akainu. 
I'm gonna be real. That's just my thought who, process. Who who does he fight if he goes to the referee? <sighs> he probably gonna fight two admirals at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna fight. Who's the top of Yo, the CP zero? Be real, bro. The top of CP zero. He's sitting Emma. down right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Duck> and Luffy. <laughs> no, <I'm playing>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, hey, Aaron, thank you for the call, bro. You know it's appreciated. Absolutely. You guys have a great night. Yeah, you, you too, too, man. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. So we have finally reached the time limit of our show. I just want to say thank you to everybody that continues to show up and show support and love. Uh, don't forget to like the video. It helps us out. Major, share it, comment. I want to hear your thoughts through the video as well as Discord. Um, also, if you haven't joined our Discord, please do. Remember, we now have memberships on YouTube, so if you want to sign up here, you'll get special emojis, and it also come. Any of the funds goes towards the show. Um, and anything else, gentlemen? No, it was a great show, man. Honestly, I enjoyed it. Thanks yeah, for the yeah. calls. Thank you. My name is Larry Jana. Jana. <laughs>